one man's journey to understand everything there is to know about sports has led to many losses, horrible gaming, mediocre questions, but the guests are cool, and videos where gaming and podcasts come on to show sports, mainly Quidditch and football, from a variety of different angles. Welcome to GameSide Chat. Hello world and welcome back to GameSide Chat, my weekly gaming podcast running both on YouTube and now on all sorts of podcast audio places that you're probably listening to right now. So this, as always, comes in the form of a gaming video where we talk about all sorts of topics regarding Quidditch and football. You can watch it on YouTube or as I said, you can listen to it here wherever you're listening. So. So today's guest is an Olympians Quidditch Club chaser and assistant coach with some world-class experience. It's Mano Benavis. I currently have her on call. I hope you enjoy. Today we'll be discussing a variety of different topics such as is there a lack of opportunities for female players in the sport, issues regarding community and uni splits, especially that has happened now, how to balance playing and coaching careers and etc. So I hope you enjoy. As always, don't be afraid to reach out to me either on my YouTube channel or my Facebook page. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. Hello world, welcome to my channel. Today, I have another guest for my game side chat, and it's Mano Benavis. Hello, Mano. Hi. Hi, are you excited for this? Yes, I am very excited for this. I love playing this game with you, so... <laughs> that's that's true. So what game is it, actually? Uh, it's Don't Starve Together. Oh, nice, okay. Yeah, let's just jump into it. Let's go. I mean, you've obviously seen my videos. You know how the format is, yeah? Yes. Okay, cool. So we're gonna try and chat, we're gonna try and not die, which is hard in this game. Yeah. Cool. And meanwhile, I'll be asking you some really, you know, hard-hitting questions. Are you ready? Ooh, so excited for it. <laughs> okay, let's go. So, Manon, let's start with an easy one. What is your role in Olympians? Um, well, I'm a chaser and I'm also uh, the assistant coach. Okay. So how long have you played Quidditch? Um, I think two years and a half, or I think, yeah, I've played for two years and a half, but I've been aware of it for about three years. Okay. It's already dark, wow. Yeah, I think we started in late. Yeah, fair. Why did you join? Oh, okay, uh, I joined because, uh, well, I met, I met Anna Ogara through, um, football at university. We were on the same team. Ooh. And um, one day she told me about Quidditch and she said she had a Quidditch... Sorry, I just got hurt. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, she said she had a Quidditch training that week. And she asked if I was interested in going. And yeah, that's, that's how I joined Quidditch. Okay. So why did you stay? Um, I stayed because... Well, I wanted to become better friends with Anna, first of all, <laughs> and um, also because everyone was really nice. I remember the first training I went there, I had no idea what the sport was, I came in just regular sports shoes, so not even uh, cleats or anything, and it was really muddy and I fell a lot, but I got a lot of game time. Which I was really surprised about because I mean I didn't I had no idea what was going on I had no idea what I was supposed to do, 
and um, they still let me play for a long time because um, they just wanted me, I don't know, to get interested in the sport and to just learn and get better and I thought that it was just really nice and positive. Okay, that's cool. I mean, it's nice of them. So that was in... Did you say that was in Manchester? Oh, no, I didn't. But okay, yeah, it was sorry. in Manchester. Sorry, it was MEQC. Okay. For all those wondering, we did play for all the teams together because she brought me to the sport. Yeah, which except for Angels. <laughs> yeah, which you would have known if you watched Matt's videos. Or even Sam's. But yeah, so how many teams did you actually play for in your whole Quidditch life? Um, I played so... I don't know how many, but I played for... Um, so Manchester Manticores... Um, Northern Watch, I played for um, the Korean national team, and then Olympians. Oh, okay. Yep. So you played for a national team, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So how did that come about? Uh, well, there was a lot of talk about World Cup and things like that that year. And it was in Italy, which was quite close, and I had never been to Italy before. I was like, oh, that's a nice excuse to go visit a new country. And so I looked, I looked a little bit into Team Korea. I was interested in just seeing what kind of team they were and things like that. And I thought that because Korea is just quite far, they might not be able to bring a full team to the World Cup. So I contacted them just to see if if we could join, if um, or how how it worked and everything. And they were. They were just so lovely, very positive, very nice. Um, they seemed quite excited to have us join as well, so it was just, it was really nice. Okay. So how did you qualify for that? Does um, it qualify for oh the... No. Wait. You make it? Oh no. Yeah. Well, I made it. Oh. well we didn't need to. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So how did you qualify for, I guess, not qualify, what's the word for it? Oh, how... like the requirements thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I lived in uh, South Korea for 11 years. Okay. Um, while I was growing up, um, and I think you need to either be living in Korea, or you need to have lived in Korea for about three years to qualify to uh, play for them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was easy peasy. Okay, that's cool. So, can you describe for us, um, I guess, what happened from you arriving in Italy and you leaving for Italy in terms of? Um, I guess, the World Cup experience and how it was playing with the Korean national team. Okay, well, um, I think we went for for a week. Um, so we arrived a few days, well, I think four days even before the World Cup, because we weren't flying straight into Florence, and also we just wanted to have a little bit of time to visit. Um, but, tell me by the way if you find Florence. Uh, but, um... I mean, once we did get to Florence, uh, we only had two days until the World Cup, and we had a slot on each day to go train with the team, which was really useful because uh, it turned out that uh, there was, I think, five or six of us that um, that just weren't core members of the team, so that were people that either, I think, lived in Germany, uh, UK for us, and then America. So, just to build on that team cohesion and see where everyone's at and what everyone can do or can't do and just tactics and things like that, it was just really useful to have those two slots. 
unfortunately, it just it's not enough, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, because you, you just there's so much to talk about. There's so much to just train, and I mean, yeah. Though I understand as well why <laughs> we can have more than two slots. Everybody is probably in the same boat. So yeah, and then then there was the World Cup, which lasted two days, and I mean. We had subs until the end of the first day, <laughs> when I think you were injured, Aiden was injured, um, we had another injury, I think, another head injury, and then someone lost their um, mouth guard, maybe, or something like that. So we ended up playing the last game of the first day um, with the chaser down. So before, before Seeker was on, we had a full squad and I mean I got to try beating which I had never done before <laughs> uh, but then after after we had to put a seeker on we were playing three chasers and two beaters and a seeker which I mean it was it was hard but I think it was a game where we were losing by a lot as well so so how was it was there any language barriers or how do we adapt to I guess also playing with a completely different team well there wasn't any language barrier, but it wasn't thanks to us. I mean, we were we were just lucky enough that everyone on the team spoke English. Because, I mean, we don't speak Korean, at least not fluently. Um, so I think, yeah, the fact that everyone spoke English was just very beneficial for us. Um, yeah, uh, apart from that, um, what was the second part of your question, sorry? No, it was just that, like how we how we communicate in the pitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was all English. I think we did try to uh, learn a few uh, Korean things just so that we could be sneaky. And when we're on pitch, if we say something in Korean, the other team won't understand it. But I don't think we ended up doing it. I don't really remember. No, I think we had like one or two tactical calls, like or yeah. formations we did remember. Something like the Korean word for wolf or something was one of the tactics. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember how to say it in Korean, but I do remember that it happened. And that, I think we, we did it, we used that call once or twice, but it's kind of hard. I mean, for us, for them it was probably easy. But Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So did you enjoy playing with them? Yeah, I really did. It was it was a very nice experience. And because everyone was so nice, very positive, and everyone just understood that because everyone came from everywhere and we hadn't met well most people hadn't met each other before before the tournament it was i mean i'm i'm not going to say expectations were low but we we all had a good time which was really nice yeah that's true to be fair there were a good bunch of people like we no, they really were yeah. yeah we had like a few i guess you had a few team building activities and like the pizza and stuff, and we walked around a few times. So it was very nice. Good memories. Yeah. That's good. Oh, shame that we can't go to this World Cup, huh? Yeah, but that's the thing, though. I mean, it was it was lovely playing with Team Korea, and if the World Cup is ever somewhere close to where I am, um, I would love to play for Team Korea again, if they'll have us. Um, but, I mean, flying all the way to to the U.S., spending all that money... To, to again have no subs, it's just it doesn't really oh, seem yeah, worth that's it. True, yeah. <laughs> and also, like if you do go to America, like you kind of have to plan for stuff after that as well because you would want to, you know, kind of yeah, 
travel a little bit. Yeah, but again, like, that's not really something that we can do right now. I mean, hmm. we're still young, we're barely out of uni. Just having that kind of time and money to do that kind of thing is it's just... It's not for right now. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Like, has your style changed over this oh, okay. three-year period in different teams, or... Like, did you get the same amount of, um, I guess, playing opportunities for every single year? Or... Okay, um, well, I mean, I, I want to say obviously my style has changed, which mm. is a positive thing. I mean, you don't want to be playing the same way that you played when you started in the sport. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I, I, when I started playing Quidditch, um, I started for the um, uh, Manchester Manticores. And I think it was a time, at least for for MUQC, where we still played, you know, the way where you send the female chasers or the non-male chasers down the wings uh, to troll and just be there to run around, kind of distract them, distract them, the defense, and maybe get past you if um, if the big guys didn't feel like driving <laughs> driving through. Uh, which, I mean, it, it sucked because it just felt like you were on pitch just to be useless. <laughs> um, and I mean, obviously the style of MUQC changed, um, and with that, I mean, I reckon every player has improved and every player has kind of changed the way they played. Um, when I started with Olympians, I think my style changed in the way that I tend to now play more of um, a quaffle carrier um, type of play instead of um, playing on the wings. But I mean, that's pretty much it. Okay. So, was that like the way we played in Manchester? Do you reckon that limited your development as a player? Well, yes and no. I think it, it was hard because I think I was obviously I was shy, I didn't really know the sport that well, and at that point you just listen to what other people tell you you should do or what's best for you to do. And and I mean, it, it obviously it's frustrating to just be on pitch and and you know just be sent down the wing and even before you're sent to go troll you're not included in the tactics talks. You know, you're not included in the talks where uh, the ball carrier and his shoulder will go and say, okay, we're gonna do this or that or whatever. And it just, it felt like regardless of what they're gonna choose to do, you're not gonna be involved in it, you know, or you're just gonna be a last, last thought kind of thing. I think that was frustrating as well. Because then you don't improve in, in the skills that you play with, so catching and, and catching on the move, passing, and things like that. But you also don't improve in playmaking, so you don't, your tactical mind doesn't improve, and just, yeah, things like that. I guess that'll perfectly lead on after all the editing. The next question. So, you know how in Quidditch there's been a lot of talk about like 
the lack of opportunities for female players to play a larger role in the sport. Yeah? So what do you think of that? Like, what's your opinion? Um... I reckon... It's, it's a hard topic to talk about. I mean, obviously there's a lot of things that are... I mean, not a lot, but there are things that are uh, starting to be in place to address that, such as Queen's Cup and other... Ooh, sorry. And other events like that. Uh, but... I mean, I'm not gonna lie, there are times where I was really frustrated on pitch, and more so at the start of of my Quidditch career than now. Um, I felt, I just felt that I was, I wasn't, oh, getting attacked by a bird. Um, I just felt that I wasn't being passed to, or I wasn't being used to, to my full potential because of certain thoughts, not assumptions. Thoughts, yeah, assumptions about how I would do. Okay. And I mean that kind of sucked. And I guess like once you're in a team, people get to know you, and it gets easier. But then you go to something like QPL, where you just it's the same thing all over again, and it's just I mean, I yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure what to say about it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, it's it's not the kind of topics that get solved, you know, in, like, yeah. one chat. But it's just, I think it's something that's important that people actually talk about, you know? Yeah, and I think an important, uh, one of the hard things as well is that I think the way that um, non-male players or female players are, are looked at, it's very much, you can't run as fast or you're not as strong or... You're not as tall and things like that. I mean, on average, and I think that's the problem. We're limited by. I mean, I know I compare myself a lot to how certain boys are doing on our team, and I'm like, well, I'm not as tall, so I wouldn't be great in that position because I can't catch high balls or things like that. And I think that's the problem. I should stop comparing myself to. And trying to copy what other people are doing, I should just find what I do that I do well, and then focus on that, and kind of create a position for myself and create a style for myself instead of copying something that someone else does well because they have a different set of skills or because they're taller, stronger, whatever. And I think that's a problem. I mean, it's not the problem in Quidditch, but it is a problem in Quidditch. Okay, so it's one of the one of the issues. Yeah. I mean, fair. All right, do you want to set up a camp? Uh, sure. Do you want like a proper one? Or? Um, nah, I think we should do a proper camp. Like, we should find. I mean, we could do it by the graveyard also, because then we can I only saw... see it on the map. Okay. I reckon. Uh, sure. I did see you steal an egg. Yeah. <laughs> Chester. Do you think that's a good idea? Um. Because then we can actually see yeah, it on the sure. map. And yeah, sure. Yeah, like, that's smart. Cool. Well, put put your thing up or put my thing up. What thing up? Uh, the 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 rock pit. You want me to put a rock pit? I don't have a, I don't. I have zero stones. Uh, what do you need? Four stones. Okay, so I'll do this first. And then I'll do. I can put a. Oh wow! How many rocks do you have? Zero. Sure. Why is it making noise? Do you reckon I have time to quickly run and mine some rocks? Uh yeah. No. I don't trust it. Let's do it later. Um, I'm thinking... I mean, in the meantime, we can just... It's just... 
so I can catch up on some stuff. What's endothermic fire? Uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know what it's uses. It's really weird. Okay, well, I'm um, gonna put this thing here. We'll use it for now. Cool. Let's see what I can make. I can. Okay, Should we fire, make a so haywall? Then... Yeah, sure. We can put it up here. Here? Yeah, of course. Like around? Yeah. Start like here. Put a garland up. Because why not? Oh, wait. Pick up. Refine. Boards. Build rope, wall. Cut stone. I like this game. There's kind of a lot of stuff you can do. Ooh. Street peddler clothes. Sure, why not? Can you see me being um uh... <laughs> You're beautiful. Oh thank you. Right. Should we uh feed the fire, make some food, and then Ooh. talk some quidditch? Yes. Cool, Jade, you want food? Um no, I'm good, thank you though. Cool. Well just one of us needs to make sure that we don't um Burn out the fire. Yeah. Cool. So we talked about that. I mean, I think I, you kind of said it in the question, in the question, in the previous question, and answer to. But I was wondering if you could think of anything else that can be remedy the issue with like that we just discussed. Um, I think it's important. It's important to not just to pass two players or two female players, but also to include them on on the decisions that you're gonna make on pitch. I, I mean, I remember so many trainings, especially in my first year, where I was frustrated because, I mean, I remember times where I, I was on pitch with you and we're doing half-board drills, and you would go and talk with an, another male chaser and you would just completely ignore the wings. And when I spoke up about it and I said, I don't like the fact that I'm not being included in the decision making or that I'm not just even being told what we're going to do, I, I just don't like that. And I was just told that if I wanted to know what was happening, I should just come and insert myself in the conversation. And I agree with it to a degree because I agree that if I want to know what's happening, you know, I should be proactive and I should make that step. But then at the same time, you are also making the decision to go and talk to that one other player and not talk to the rest of us. Okay. And I think that kind of sucks. So obviously it's something that I learned that I needed to work on, but it's also something that more people should be aware of, that it's not just passing while you're on pitch. It's also making sure that all of your teammates become smarter players by including them in just playmaking and decision-making, things like that. Okay, fair. So that is, is that, that's kind of what we did at, uh, at uh, Manchester, right? Uh, yeah, so that was my first year, so that was with MDQC. Mm. But, I mean, obviously things yeah. things changed and evolved throughout <laughs> the years. Oh, don't try to not make, like, tall walls everywhere. I just yeah, made... I made that by accident. Okay, if you want to just let me do it and you go and get more stones and stuff. So that... Okay, uh, I need to get some flints, though. Uh, well, do you want me to just come back? I'll give you the question. Give me, can you give me a pickaxe, maybe, or...? Oh, yeah, yeah. Stop moving. Stop moving. Okay, don't stop moving. It's fine. I'm here. There you go. Okay. So, you gave me a pickaxe. Cool. I'm gonna equip him. I'm gonna go for a hunt, hunt, hunt. Okay. So, we've covered pretty much a lot of the stuff about you as a player. 
But now you did say you were you were a coach, yeah? Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, assistant coach. Assistant coach, yeah. So that is so is that your role in Olympians now? Uh, yes. Okay. So how did that come about? How did you um, yeah? How how did you get appointed? Uh, well, when I started Olympians, um, well, no, sorry, when when I when I started my year as an Olympian player, um. I just, I think I was frustrated because I felt that I hadn't really grown as a player the year before and I just hadn't improved and I didn't like the fact that I just stagnated and that I just couldn't be a better player for my teammates. And so I just started this group chat with the other female chasers or the other non-male chasers uh, at the time on our, on our team. Uh, just so that we can motivate each other, write the goals that we set for ourselves, and and just help each other reach them. And and I mean, sorry, yeah. At that point, Matt had already been appointed as um, as um, head coach, and so I let him know that I had done that because obviously I didn't want him to feel like I was going behind his back. <laughs> And I think he he liked the initiative, and so he asked me if I wanted to be assistant coach. Okay, that's cool. So what does that actually entail? What does uh, what does it all mean? Uh, well, he didn't really say, and so I I don't really know. Okay. <laughs> the way that I do it is I basically assist Matt in his role as head coach. So um, he comes up with the tactics and. He does obviously like the all the coaching stuff, and the way that I view my role is um, more there to help him out and kind of discuss things uh, if problems arise or anything like that. Um, just yeah, discuss it and see how things are going, and just yeah, I'm there to have opinions and and talk about them. Okay, fair. So is that like the way you want it to be, or is that just how like it? Let's just say, was that? Do you reckon is that what Matt wanted, or is that something that just like organically showed up in well, your? I think yeah. it's something that organically showed up, uh, just because we didn't really have that conversation with Matt of what he wanted me to do and what kind of role he wanted me to have, and I mean he hasn't really complained about it or. <laughs> Or he hasn't asked me to do something different, so... Maybe behind your back, yeah? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, it is Matt, so... I'm joking, Matt. I'm sorry. I love you, buddy. Cool. Um, so we're gonna make a little uh, fire pit. Should I make it now or should I make it later? To save um, some ingredients. Make some food. You want food? How are you? Uh, yeah. I got five carrots. Uncooked. No! Ooh. What are you doing? I'm just digging up some stuff so cool. that... Okay, so do you want me to feed you, or what's the plan? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll give you all. Just stop moving, please. Thank you. Wait, sorry. Well, oh no, I can't. So I'm gonna have to feed you. Cute, cute stuff. <sighs> so, what's the coaching hierarchy like in Olympians? Uh, well, Matt is the head coach, so it's him, and mm -hmm. then the way I see it is, it's Sam after because he's the beater coach, and then it's just me. Because I'm assistant coach, I think ideally I would be assisting both uh, Matt and Sam, but 
I'm I'm not a beater and I don't have much experience as a beater or with beater tactics and things like that. And I mean Sam is doing great already. So so yeah. I don't really assist Sam. <laughs> okay. Well yeah, because you kind of is that I mean would you wanna be would you wanna have a part in that at some point when you have some time to actually you know, some think and like chat with Sam and like get more knowledge about beating or, is, or would you rather just focus on your chasing stuff now? I mean, I think anyway, being more knowledgeable about being things uh, will would make me a better chaser in mm -hmm. the long run. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't really know, like I wouldn't want to be a beater right now at least just because i would rather focus on just being a better chaser than i am at the moment uh, but i i reckon a way to to get there as in to be a better chaser would also be to to understand better the beating aspect of the game yeah because it's definitely an important one because i feel like at least well at least for me like it's um it's a bit of a mystery, you know, the beating stuff. Like, I try to get into it more and try to understand it, but is that how it is for you? Not really. I mean, especially now that, that we talk tactics more, or I mean, at least I talk tactics more now that we have those meetings with, uh, with Matt and with Sam. So, I think we, instead of doing, like, chaser tactics and beater tactics, we kind of do tactics as one and we implement both chasing stuff and beating stuff at the same time and so just being aware of what the beaters are doing why they're doing it and where they're going to be on pitch when we're doing a certain thing i think just is very helpful yeah that's true because i feel like that's how we in our early days of quidditch i feel like that's how tactics were approached was like beaters go away you do your own thing and then yeah. we go away and do our own thing as chasers yeah do you reckon that's how how I mean, it's kind of hard to say. I was going to ask you, like, do you reckon that's what some um, less experienced uni teams are doing? I mean, I know that that's what we were doing when we were less experienced. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that that's what other teams are doing. But, I mean, I do still think that it's important for beaters at some point to go on their side and drill certain, not necessarily tactics, but drill certain uh, skills and things like that that they would need that chasers wouldn't really need. Okay. Right, let's go and get some food because we need some food. Yeah. Food Do you want me to go gather hay. and you can fix the house or? Uh, well, I need more hay to fix the house, so uh, I'm just going up to get hay. You shouldn't go up. There's nothing, no hay there, so we gotta go back. No, no, there's hay on the. Do you know where the rabbits are? Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, so do you want me? Well, I'm gonna go try and see some stuff. Okay, cool. We're doing actually, we're doing good progress. I like. Yeah, it. I know. Yeah. It's because it's not raining for once. Yeah. I guess now we also finally managed to build a house in a place where we actually know where the hell it is. I know, it makes it really helpful because then we can go and do our own thing during the day and just meet up at night. Yeah, okay. True. So there's a, there's still a few more questions I want to ask you about coaching. Um, so I asked you already what your duties are, but how, how do you balance, I guess, coaching and playing now that you're in a position to coach other players? Well, not really well, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I find it quite hard uh, to balance playing and coaching at least on days that we train uh, just because especially lately we've been doing more tactics things 
and especially after Northern. Um, and a lot of the times Matt, either Matt or me or, or both of us have to just step out of the drill, of the half court or whatever, to make sure that everybody's doing it right, to make sure that it's working, if we should change some things or tweak some stuff. And I mean, there, there, were, there were a few trainings where I didn't really do anything. I did the warm up and a little bit of game. And then as soon as it was time for drills and tactics, I was just stepping out. And I think obviously it is better for the team to have someone look on the side to see if everything's going right or not. But but then I'm afraid that I'm, I'll lose the skills that I have. So yeah, it's just about finding that balance. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, I mean, I was gonna say that, it, why don't you just take turns with Matt, you know? Well, I mean, sometimes we do, but then sometimes we both step out so that we can both look at what yeah. one team is doing. So let's say I'll look at how the defensive team is doing and he'll look at how the attacking team is doing or vice versa. Okay. Yeah, I feel like, some, like it's kind of hard with Quidditch because, you know, in... I want to say proper sports. You have, you obviously have like coaching staff that are, you know, coaching staff. That's the only, that's their job. They coach. Yeah. So it's easier for them. So like I can't imagine how difficult it was for you guys. Because for me, my only coaching experience, at least in this sport, was QPL, and mm -hmm. I was injured. So it's like I didn't actually train much. Yeah. But I, so I could just I'd be free to, to train them. Yeah. Okay. So, are you confident in your coaching skills? Not, not really. I mean, I'm confident, let's say no, actually, I'm confident in the coaching still skills that I do have, mm -hmm. but I don't have everything that a coach should have. Oh, no, but it, that, that, that wasn't the question. The question wasn't like, are you, you know, Pep Guardiola or <laughs> Mourinho? I was like, are you confident in being able to tell people off or not following tactics or stuff like this yeah i mean yeah and i have done it and <laughs> i think i very much have a reputation of being the angry one so no matt has the reputation of being the angry one i think i don't know um i think we're very angry and serious coaching team <laughs> oh no i'm being attacked okay i think it's time for you to go home huh please don't die oh my gosh Sorry. Oh my gosh. Did you die? No, no, no. Run home. Yeah, I know. Okay, I brought some food. Don't know if okay, I'll good. Know. I I've got frog legs. Can you eat that? Yeah, if we if we cook it. Okay. You are French. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if anyone's watching, she just wanted to kill me just now. <laughs> yeah. I like how you took that question as a it's like. <laughs> Am I like the best coach you ever seen? It's like, no, 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 come on. As in, no, I know what you meant, but I think. I'm home. I mean, I do tell people off, and I think the the thing that I am good at um, regarding coaching is seeing when things go wrong or when things aren't done very well. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea where I'm going. Just check it on the map. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. I'm almost home. Okay. Um, and so that means that I do get annoyed quite a bit at trainings when things aren't going well and when I feel that 
I don't know, people aren't really taking it seriously. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's important. Like, it's not like we have trainings, you know, like professional teams, you know, three or four times a week. Yeah. You know, it's only once a week, sometimes maybe two times a week. And you got to make sure that people are focused. Like, obviously, this is a fun sport, and I don't want it to be like, this is the regime, you know, from nine to five, we do nothing but train, no interacting, just like, you know, army regiment thing. Yeah. But I think it's also important that you have coaches that are like, look, guys. And especially, you know, because we're all friends, yeah? Mm-hmm. So you do have to walk the line between... You know, you don't want to burn bridges as well at the same time. Yeah. Do you think you're good at that? I don't know. Um, I I want to say yes, because the thing is, I'll tell people off, but then when things really aren't working, I usually leave that um, to Matt so that he deals with it, because, I mean, he is the head coach, and I think that just means that people tend to listen to him a little more, or will take him a little more seriously. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like this is the first time ever where this game is actually Don't Starve. <laughs> yeah. Because typically we have all the food and then like because, something else goes wrong. Yeah, but right now we're focusing um, a lot on just building things rather than just surviving. Yeah, I feel like you need to... Uh, oh wow, I'm super hungry. Can you build the trap? Um, I don't have seeds. Yeah. Down. Okay, ooh, I'm gonna try and... Oh, please don't bet, please don't bet, please don't bet, please don't bet. Where are you going? I'm just gonna get some seeds. Oh my god, I'm scared. Can you please feed the fire? Yeah, I will. I got it. Oh my god, move out the way. Move out of the way. I fed it. Enough. Step back. We're gonna burn the house down. It was big. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Lano. Yes. In your ultimate wisdom, would you have some advice for starting coaches like you? Um, be confident. I think that's been my main problem, that I feel like a fraud. <laughs> and I feel like I have gotten this job and I don't deserve it and I shouldn't be there because, I mean, when I was given that job, I had only two years of experience in Quidditch. And I just felt like no one was going to listen to me. Everyone could do this job better than I can. And yeah, so have confidence, trust in your skills, trust in what people see in you. And I mean, if if you were picked, then there must be a reason for it. I'm not saying that means you're the best person in the world, <laughs> but that means that you do have some skills that could be used to just help the team, help the players, and just help everyone develop. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way of seeing it, yeah. Because I feel like that's kind of what happened with you. I feel like I had to be, I had to remind you that once in a while because, you know, you, you, I mean, sometimes it did seem like you, where the hell am I? Sometimes it did seem like you were not overwhelmed per se, but like, yeah, you were like, yeah, I, I don't deserve this. It's like, there are the people like, hmm. and then I was like, yeah, you know, you are good at what you do and you try so that's another important thing for coaches. I got attacked by a tentacle. I'm gonna go... I just went all the way to the right and there's absolutely no food there, so... Is there stuff on the bottom left? Or is that a swamp? Uh, I didn't see it. Yeah, I'll go check it out. Okay, I need to make sure I don't go... Ooh, I found some... Yes, I found a forest. I'm gonna come back with food. Oh, okay, that's where I was about to go. 
No, you couldn't have gone there because... Uh... Oh no, it's a swamp that I found. Never mind. I hate swamps. I went oh, directly yeah, to the right of us. You, did you change your camera no. again? So I don't think you see anything. Because it's... Uh... Yes, I found a bunch of berries. Nice. Cool, 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 cool. I think you do really well. You're a really good coach. Thank you, that's yeah. very nice. And especially like... I mean, we're dating. <laughs> and um, I also give you more crap than other players would. Yeah. And I, I, ca I can see how that's a bad thing. <laughs> like, what, what's your opinion on that? I think it's it's hard because, because, I mean, sports has been a very big part of your life since you were really young. And, I mean, not so much for mine. Obviously, I mean, I've done sports all my life, but not to the same extent as you have. And it's quite hard just because I feel like you have more experience, and sometimes it's hard to kind of stand by my ideas or opinions when you disagree with them, because I feel like they're just not important if you disagree with it, because you have more experience or whatever. Okay. But, but that's to say, like, I may have more sports experience than you, but I don't have more Quidditch experience than you, because for me, like, I personally haven't changed much in the way I play. And I play very simply, like, you know, you, you definitely spent more time actually trying to figure out tactics. But I think that's also because I, I want to make a place of my own. Not of my own, for, for myself. Yeah. As in, I, I want to be a good player. And, I mean, I think it's easy for you to, to be a good player. No offense, you're, you're tall, you're big. Why you're no athletic, as in, as in, I, you're a good player. I don't want to take that away from you, as if oh, okay, you yeah. didn't work for it, because obviously oh, okay, you did yeah, work yeah, for yeah. it. Um, but, but I think the fact that you're taller, that you're bigger, um, just makes it easier for you to score and to be a just a reliable player to have on pitch. And okay. I think that's something that I've had to work. A little harder for hmm. just because I mean I'm not as tall I'm not as athletic and yeah so I think that's probably also why my style has changed more than yours has because yours I mean yours is still is still useful to this day you know when you're on pitch you know when you keep and when you do things like that oh my gosh I'm do you reckon die. you'll make it back in time or no uh yeah yeah I definitely will I uh, might have to sleep somewhere else tonight Okay. Do you have food? You okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, I'm bringing, I'm bringing a bunch of food, but I'm gonna try and make it as far as I can. I, don't worry about food for me, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm fine right now. No, but I have a lot of food. Okay, that's so good. So I want to bring it. I feel like we need to get out of the place we are. There's not much place. So do you want to keep walking? Next time, do you want to keep walking where I'm walking? I don't know where you're walking. So I went to the right. Okay, I went to the right as well. I'm walking on the swamp thing during the night. Is that bad? Uh, yeah, just run away from there. Or don't even during the day. Don't just stand still on the swamp because tentacles will attack you. Yeah, that's you. what happened just now. Okay, okay. But what about so? What about playing with me as a as a well as your boyfriend? Playing with you is amazing because when we're on pitch, we don't have to talk to each other. Sometimes we don't even have to look at each other, and we just know what the other one is gonna do, which just makes it it makes it really easy to play together. Um, so playing with you is just, it's a lot of fun, and I mean, especially when I started playing Quidditch, um, when, I mean, people didn't know me that well, uh, on the team, and 
I just didn't get past you very often. Every time I was on pitch with you, I knew that I would get a pass from you, so that was really nice. But yeah. Aww. That is nice. Do you reckon this is kind of like something similar to... Well, do you reckon that's how it is for other people? I think so. I mean... I know, I know a lot of people that are... That play Quidditch with their with their significant other, they enjoy being on pitch with their significant other more, and I think it's just because they know each other quite well, which means that they can read each other on pitch, and I think probably they're more aware of the type of movements or the type of things that they're gonna do, and also they're more likely to pass to you. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. But do you reckon? So do you reckon it's easier if you're um, if you're the same? Position? Or do you reckon? Um, I don't know. That's something you should have asked Matt, actually. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, maybe? Probably, actually? It's the, it, it must be easier if you're in the same position. Uh, just because... I mean, if you were... Or maybe if you were a beater, I would just be more aware of what beaters do. Maybe. So. Yeah, because then we talk about it more. Yeah. Do you need food? Uh, no, I'm good, thank you, though. Should I give you some food? Uh, like have some because I have like twenty berries. Wait. I give you, no no. I give you twenty berries. Or I'll give you five cooked berries. Okay. So. Okay. I feel like if Matt wants to come back for a second one, I'll have more questions. Because <laughs> as you ask more, did I just throw No. As you ask more people, you do seem to have more questions to ask. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Oh, we're burning through these questions, aren't we? Although to be fair, we have been playing for a bit. Yeah. I mean. We're on day seven. Last that's time true. we got to day eleven. Yeah, but that's we started at six. No, we started at four. Four. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not bad. So is this is this the day we die? Usually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think we're down to the final two questions. Like, so let's start with. I want to say controversial, but it's I want, it's more difficult than controversial. I feel like. Okay. What is your take on what's happening with the unique community split? Like, do you think that'll be a good thing, or do you think it's a bad thing, or do you reckon? It should be made something differently? I mean, with everything that's happened now with the virus and the fact that all the universities... I mean, I think all of the universities in the UK are going to start their first semester with just online lessons. I have no idea how that's going to affect Quidditch. I don't think it's going to affect it in a very positive way. Hmm. Um, um, so, I mean... I don't know if things need to be reconsidered or not uh, regarding uni and community split. I don't know how things are going to evolve. I think um, before everything happened with the virus, when that was proposed, I remember having quite a negative reaction towards it initially because, I mean, it was it was a change and it was it felt like a big change and I I didn't know how it was going to affect it. I was afraid that. It meant that university teams um, just didn't really, wouldn't push themselves as much, or if, I, I mean, obviously I didn't know what it would mean for the sport, I didn't know what it would mean for university teams or for community teams, but then at the same time, like, it's just very easy to see that it's, the sport is struggling now more than, or... I mean, I don't know if it's struggling more, but things aren't going great for Quidditch right now. And so I do think that having that change 
could lead to some more change. <laughs> no, okay, I, mean... I, I don't know how to explain it, but just initially I had a bad reaction towards it, but then I also think that just keeping things the same isn't going to help. Mm. So, I, I mean, obviously I would be open to change and see how that goes. And if things don't work out, then find something new. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like people are just afraid that if we do mess this up now, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of it, really. So maybe that's... But at the same time, like, I feel like I see points to both sides, personally. Yeah. But the thing I don't like is that occasionally in arguments, I think people don't actually discuss it very well. They don't bring many points. And it's sometimes people take it personally, like... Their point, their point of view is being attacked, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's really important that a lot more conversation should be done about it. What do you think? I mean, that's the case for anything. Like, for for any conversation, for any new ideas, you need to have like proper discussions. You need to have just proper um, debates. I think, yeah, proper debates and. I mean, that's the same for everything, but... I mean, I don't really know. I mean, to be fair, yeah, like, I'm not. It's... I'm not too fussed about it, that's the thing. Like, like I said, I hated it at first, but then I realized that things aren't going well, so... I mean, change is change, and change sometimes is better than just waiting and doing nothing and hoping that it magically gets better, you know? Yeah, that's true. Where are you now? Uh, I just went... To the right a lot. Ooh, I found some friendly, uh, some friendly, uh... You went to the right? Did you walk past the swamp? I didn't see a swamp. Did you flip your camera? No, I didn't. Okay, what? The swamp was to the south, love. Compared to where we are? Compared to our base, the swamp is to the south. Okay, so currently, this is how it is for me. This is, the, like, uh-huh. it's from my side. So this is the portal, and this is the graveyard. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, this is the portal. This is the graveyard. That shouldn't be the case. Should be this. Well, for me, this is the portal, and I I don't switch my camera around. Um. Wait. Okay. Oh shoot! Time to go back. Yeah. Okay. And. I think. Why I'm did the gonna, trap not work? I'm gonna sleep here tonight. Why do you think the trap didn't work? I have no idea. Huh. Our sea is not what birds eat, or is it because it's too close to the house? Oh, I think your trap was not a, um, a bird trap, it was a rabbit trap. Oh, so birds just ate it? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm stupid. Okay, well, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna stay here. You cool with that? Yeah. Cool. So, moving on to our final question, unless you can think of something else. Um. I guess. Maybe let's stick away from the unique community split aspect of it, but what do you think can be done to slow this decline of new players entering the sport? I have no idea. The truth is, I got into the sport by accident. When I when I got into uni, I hadn't heard of Quidditch, I had never seen people play it, so I just got into the sport because I had a friend who played it and who told me about it. Hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know, the, the, the first year that I joined, 
um, I mean, after she told me about it, so my second year of university, I joined Quidditch properly. And I mean, there was there was so many people at the Give It A Go sessions. I think there was like 40 or 50. I mean, it was it was just crazy. And then the second year, there just wasn't as many people. But then it felt... I mean, for, for me, at least, it felt like it was a problem, not with the club, but we decided to change the location of our trainings, which was a little bit further away from the university main campus, and I just thought that that was the issue with it. However, seeing that it was a problem everywhere in the country, kind of, I don't know, made us think that there was a bigger issue to it, and... I don't know how true it is about the whole Harry Potter thing or not Harry Potter thing. Um, I don't really know. Okay. Well, I guess it's something I can ask you know more, more people as they come on yeah. my channel. So at least for me, I'll know more. But it feels like because I've talked to Sam. So Sam joined because he didn't join it because it was a sport. He did see Quidditch. Ha yeah, he did see Quidditch. He's like, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And Matt said he joined because of a friend. Uh, friend. So I just do wonder like. Could it be our fault for not inviting more people into it? I mean, yeah, but but the thing is, when when you look when you look at the friends we have, for example, when we talk about Quidditch, I mean, at first they made fun of us, and then now obviously like they still like kind of joke around with it. They take it a little more seriously because I mean, they they saw that you got a, a proper injury, and they just see that we do it quite regularly. That and we it's, enjoy it. Yeah, that we enjoy it, that it's a sport, and and so they do take it a little more seriously, but but still, like, I mean, a lot of people that we talk to about it, it's almost like they would be embarrassed to play it, or mm. they would be embarrassed to tell their friends or their family that they play it. And so I think it just, it takes, I don't know. It's Obviously, it's not for everybody because of the kind of assumptions that come with it. Which is but, a shame. I mean, yeah, it is a shame, and I mean, then it evolves to a bigger problem, you know, should you change the, the name of the game, should you change the aspects of the game that make it more, I mean, closer to the stories of Harry Potter or not? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like when I talk to my friends, like, if I describe Quidditch as a sport and don't mention booms or the fact that it's Quidditch, I feel like it's like, oh, that's a cool new, like, hybrid sport, like, mm -hmm. I might want to join, but like, the second you say, oh yeah, it's based on Harry Potter, they go, like, oh no. You know. mm -hmm. Shame, but you know. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I know a lot of times when people have asked me if I do sports, and I say, oh yeah, I play Quidditch. And then they say, oh, I've never heard of it, what is it? And then when I start to describe it, they're like, oh, the thing from Harry Potter, and then immediately... No interest. Yeah, it's not taken seriously, it's just not a sport, it's a joke. I'm suddenly just a quirky person, it's like, well, why does it have to be quirky to play Quidditch, you know? I mean, it is Quidditch, like... <laughs> I play it and I enjoy it, but it's kind of it's still kind of funny. Yeah. You disagree, <laughs> and I don't know what to say. Well, no, I do know what to say. Where are you? Um, I'm in a forest. I went past um, the um, the buffalo things. You know, I decided to be a smart person. Equip the compass. Oh, there's a compass. So what does a compass do? It shows you where the north is. Oh, smart. So now the north is. Okay. So you had rotated your camera. Is... Wait, so the north is that way. Is the... Um, is the graveyard at an angle for you? The graveyard? Yeah, it is. 
Was it not for you? No, it wasn't. It was fair. Okay, now I can see. Um, yeah, so instead of going to the right, I went to the, what is it, one or one o'clock, two o'clock okay. direction. Okay, I see. Yeah, because when you said the, there's a... Stop it. When you said there's a swamp... Uh, oh, wow, it breaks. What breaks? The... Um, the compass? Yeah, by using it. Okay, you know what? Stop rotating your camera. Why, why, why would you rotate your camera? Uh, just so I can get some stuff behind the trees. Press the spacebar and he'll just go and get it. Yeah, right? now I know it. Now I'm gonna stop doing it. Good. Cool. Oh, the house Ooh, is at that's an angle. A lot of... Yeah, the house is at an angle. Okay. But then the whole world is kind of at an angle. <laughs> I didn't realize that. It wasn't for me, that's why. Cool. So that was the final question I had prepared. Is there any other topic you want to bring up? Um, Maybe something you want to ask me or... I mean, it is game side chat, not game side team or interviews, <laughs> everyone. Um... Yeah, but I guess it's a little more personal, though. You can. Okay, well... I reckon I want to ask you about... Am I the, the most coolest person in the sport? <laughs> yes. No. Um, kind of... Your journey with me being on the coaching team. So, because, I mean, obviously... Mm. I know it's the role that I have as assistant coach. I know it's a role that you wanted, and you were very vocal about it, the fact that you wanted it. And I guess, what was your reaction to it, and how has it evolved? It's time to end the episode, thank you very much. We'll not be answering any more questions. I mean, no, no, can, no, you can no, cut it out a, if you don't want no, to. No, 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 it's, it. it's, I think it's one of those things, Dark, it's very important, because like, I think it's important because it probably just shows me how I grow as a character. As a so, character in the story. Well, yeah, in, in my own story where I'm the main character. <laughs> it shows me how I grew as a main character in my main character's story. Mm -hmm. No, but in, in all seriousness, like, it was difficult at the start. Because, like, and I I, I don't know if Matt realized it or... or what, I reckon but, like, he did. He No, he realized I wanted it, but he didn't realize how affected I'd be by it, I think. Because yeah. it is, like, I am more... Not egocentric, but I'm more... Yeah, let's say I'm more egocentric in, in this thing because like I said, like like you said, like I've been playing sports for my whole life, you know, I've been I've been a captain in football teams, I've been a captain in pretty much any other sport I did, and then I joined Quidditch and I was like, Well, I'm gonna be a shoe in like it's obvious, like why wouldn't I be picked? And when I wasn't, it wasn't um, I didn't see it at first as oh, you know, Manuel's better than me. You know, I just I, I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't even I didn't even stop and acknowledge, you know, you know, maybe, you know, you had better skills and you were better, um, I guess, fit for Matt's vision. Mm -hmm. So I think that's definitely something I should have done. And I think it hurt me a little bit because, yeah, I, again, I didn't stop and think. And in my head, I was the best, you know, option. But then again, it'd probably be like if anyone else was picked, it'd be kind of the same reaction. Yeah. But maybe it did hurt a bit more because you are a bit um, I'm, I closer, mean, closer to home. Yeah, and I reckon as well, I'm... I don't know. I was really surprised when I was when I got offered the. Good yeah, job. you were. You definitely were. But in, I mean, after a while, like once it started selling in, I actually I got to see that, you know, you didn't just. Uh, where is Chester? Oh, yeah, you didn't just. You yeah, know, I built a chest as well for us to put things in. You weren't just like given this because I don't know you bribed someone or Matt just wanted to like you know it's a conspiracy by like you know aliens and stuff that Timo wasn't a coach. No, mm -hmm. it's probably just like what. 
So, are you using it? What's going on? Mm -hmm. oh, I'm just putting things in it that we would need throughout the day. Oh, okay. So, okay, so, I put the compass away. Because Chester usually follows me. Okay, cool. But uh, razor to be away. fair, do you want us to just leave Chester at home? No, 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 no. Keep walking with him. Why not? Will he get attacked and we'll get ruined? Mm -mm. Okay. Can I put some stuff away or no? Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh my god. Go away, please. I can't put anything. Oh, my bad. Thank you. What else should I put away? Do we need reeds? Oh, we have meteorite, moon rock, whatever that is. Wow. Where'd you get that? No idea, I just mined something. But yeah, so does that kind of answer your question? Oh no, I didn't finish the, you know, me. Oh, you're. Yeah, because I made. The evolution of two. The evolution. There was, it was not evolution, it was more like I was annoyed. The end. End of story. No, but like. Do you yeah. have rocks? I have, I have 40, yes. Can you give me some, please? Yeah, I'll come get it too. I want to try to make an alchemy machine. Oh, okay. Uh, give up. But yeah, so after a while when I actually, you know, got out of my head and stopped being emotional, like, hurt by this choice, and I started actually analyzing, like, why were, they, were you given and, like, why, why not me, basically. Mm -hmm. It made me realize that, you know what? I wasn't probably the best choice for this, and that's just because of my personality. So I think after a while I just kind of went, oh, okay, so I can actually see, and that let me actually see your worth as a coach. Well, I don't know how bad <laughs> yeah, it is to put it. Yeah. You know what I mean, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, okay, TLDR, or TLDL, I don't know, too long didn't listen. I didn't, I didn't like it, and then I realized that you are a better coach than me. I mean, we just, we have different skills. Yeah. Oh my god. For this, well, for this time and the sport we're doing, you are a better choice than I am. Thank you. Yeah? Does that answer your question? Yes, thank you. Is that what you thought as well, or did you just... I thought my skills would complement Matt's better than yours would. Okay, yeah. I think a lot of the skills you have overlap with Matt's skills. Maybe. But then... I don't know. I, I mean, think you're still a little too hot-headed. Yeah, yeah. I think also, because you come from a football background, you rely too much on that instead of trying to get better knowledge in, like, Quidditch tactics and Quidditch skills and things like that. Yeah, I guess I don't have as much patience with Quidditch tactics as you probably got from the tactics meetings you had. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're correct, you're spot on. Do you have wood? Um... Logs? Logs? Yeah. Okay. okay, well... Okay, wait, let me... I drop here. Okay, thank cool. you. Cool. So, do you have any more questions? Um... Or conversations, or... I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, we could... Talk about... I don't know. I don't... I don't think so. Okay, fair enough. Well, I guess I think it's time to end because it did seem like we played for a while. Yeah, it was over over an hour. <laughs> I mean, we did stop a while. That's fine. Yeah. That's I mean, good. you can edit things out anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because but, sometimes I just go on and talk about a lot of things that just don't. No, need but to it's be. it's good. That's why that's why it's game side chat. You know, I don't want people. Yeah. You know, here's a list of questions. Please write your essay. You know. Yeah. That'd be kind of, if not boring, it'd be kind of like people could prepare and instead of being honest, could be. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And besides, I think it's easier if you just like have a chat, you know, it's there's less stress, people worry less. 
Yeah, I guess so. But then, yeah, no, I agree. Because that's why that's why I try to pitch in as well. I don't want it to be like Timor interview, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a conversation, hence chat. Chat, but, chat. Yeah, but anyways, thank you for coming. You, uh, I mean, it was very hard for you to get here because you live here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you for coming on the channel at least. You're welcome. Did it you? was it was very nice being here. <laughs> And you got to play this game again. Which is exactly, nice. and I mean, and, and it went really well. <laughs> we're not dead yet. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, so thank, so thanks everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed. There'll be more videos to come. I've got a few more people lined up. But yeah, thank you for watching, and I guess till the next Game Side Chat episode. Bye guys. Bye bye.